Axiom, the tasty truth. Welcome to I Like Your Style with Elder Bryson. We are here with W. Lind uh, chatting about music. What's going on, bud? Uh, hi, what's up? Uh, it's good to be good to be on this show. Ah, thanks. Uh, so I've listened to a few, a few episodes now, and it's really nice to find uh, new artists all the time. You're right? good at finding them. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh, it was really hard at first, and then you know, gradually, it's it's gotten a little bit easier. So I'm I'm glad to I'm glad to be able to find people to come on here because yeah, there's some so many talented uh, independent artists out there that just need to need to be heard, right? Um, yeah. So definitely. tell us about your project. Is this is it just you? Is there a band? Uh, how did you get started? Uh, no, it's just me, and um, I've been in bands for years and years and years. But you know, when you grow older, other bandmates uh, get fancy jobs and uh, families, and they don't have the time. Uh, always, I've st- I've got a family as well. So, but it's a passion, so you can't just skip it. No, you, you can't just uh, turn that button off. No, no, I've tried, <laughs> but it doesn't work. <laughs> then I get depressed. Uh, no, so I started this uh, W. Lind uh, this autumn, actually. I've uh, been singing in Swedish, uh, my native language, uh, as my own, in my own name. But, you know, Sweden is a small country and it's a lot easier as an independent artist to to sing in English, I guess it's, you can reach, reach a lot more people. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's true. It's interesting that, uh, you know, English has kind of become this, you know, universal language. Cause like I, you know, singing my first language and, uh, yeah. like, uh, you know, a lot of my fan spaces in like Spanish and Portuguese speaking speaking countries. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's it's crazy. <laughs> oh, that's cool, right? Um, you can tour the tour the uh, South America, and then maybe. Yeah, I'd I'd love to if you know COVID ever lets that happen, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, Don't mention it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Let's, let's just yeah. pretend that that's not a thing, right? Yeah. It's the future oh, and okay. everyone's vaccinated and we can start playing shows again now. Um, yeah. so, uh, what's, uh, what's one thing that you wish you knew, like when you first started this project, uh, you know, like in terms of, uh, you know, starting a music career. Oh, you've been, uh, you know, I've been, uh, dreaming since I was a kid about, you know, uh, playing in bands and tour the world and be a rock star and, uh, and I guess uh, it takes a lot of uh, courage to to actually uh, follow those dreams, <laughs> uh, even if you even if the success uh, doesn't uh, show up at your doorstep, uh, you you continue to to dream and uh, hope that someone will listen and like what you do. Um, 
So maybe what would I wanted to know? I didn't. I should, if I knew how hard it was, I, I definitely, definitely uh, wouldn't do this. I guess. <laughs> Uh, so, so maybe it's a good thing that you don't know uh, so much. That's, it's that's... like getting your first kid, you know. Uh, if the women uh, knew how hard it is, <laughs> there would be no children on earth. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're probably right. Yet some some women decide to have a second and third kid for some reason. And, yeah, <laughs> I've got three of them, and and uh, it's like they forgot. You know, it's uh, it's. Uh, it's a really cool thing. <laughs> they forget it. I love Pain. it. But yeah, you, you talked about like, cause most people think it's, uh, that's how it works, right? That success just one day shows up on your doorstep and it's no, you've got to go knocking on a, a hundred thousand doorsteps until you find the doorstep of success is, uh, yeah. is more how it works. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, but, but I think, uh, I've come to, to the conclusion that it's actually the process that's, quite fun as well you know it's you know trying to reach your goal and and everything that's the more interesting part than than success in itself oh you're so right yeah in sweden we have we have this famous uh, singer songwriter he sings in swedish uh, who recently started a podcast called dog years it's like you know the the real shitty years in a career and he he interviews uh, successful artists and and uh, uh, in and about their dog years, how they're you know just kept on going, kept on going, even though nobody listened or they played for one in the in the there were one attendance uh, in in their to their shows or something. Uh, and I think that's really interesting to hear about those failures or or something like that. Yeah, no, Ted, because you know the only way to succeed is to fail a bunch of times first, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. every every successful pe- uh, human being has failed uh, a lot of times, but it's easy to forget that when you when you're trying to. When you see others' uh, success, right, yeah. and and then once you succeed, you try to pretend like you've never failed, right? Like it's always been that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because that's what people want to see. People, you know, like want to they they enjoy the success story. They don't they don't care about typically the the you know n- nobody wants to know about like the the times Elton John played in a bar for like three people right like nobody nobody wants to see no, that no 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 <laughs> you know, like um so a- as a father of three in Sweden uh, what does the phrase sex drugs and rock and roll mean to you oh um, I guess it doesn't mean so much to me anymore <laughs> uh, or I, I maybe never you know I, I'm. I really love the music and I really dreamed about touring the world and having a good time. But, but, uh, I, I've always been a quite responsible guy and think it's, you know, uh, I like to have control of, over things. And <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty calm. Uh, so, so I've never chased that dream. Uh, 
I also married. I married young, so so it's like I found my dream girl and uh, kept her by my side. <laughs> Good for you. Good job on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a lucky guy. But uh, yeah, like in terms of liking controls, that's that's what I find like like me too as a solo artist. Like you know, it's uh, you, you'd have to have control over everything, right? Like you know if. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, I've never been that good musician, or you know, that's awesome. So I need to be focused when I play, and I need to be, uh, yeah, I I need all my senses to, to be in the moment. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so I wish uh, I was a better musician. Uh, Maybe uh, we every, can relax everyone. a bit more. Everyone wishes they were a better musician, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess. <laughs> Kirk Hammett wishes guess. he was a better musician. Like, it's a, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Even right. the heroes, right? Exactly. You know that they're, they're all. You know, I mean, there's, there's. I read some review. Someone, I think it was Lars Ulrich, says he doesn't practice anymore. But like, he's the minority. I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I guess uh, I met a drummer who maybe he was he was like uh, almost 60 years old or something touring drummer i met him at the show and he was like before the before the show he was uh, warming up a lot and and you know when i asked him oh so you you're uh, you warm up and do this seriously and and he was yeah yeah you i'm not 50 anymore you know <laughs> so i guess the older you get, you uh, you actually need to kind of keep it going. You you can't just relax on old merits anymore. Yeah. No. So Lars Ulrich might be an, uh, an uh, the the exception. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because you know, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't have the answer for that. <laughs> but yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, on a, on a scale of one to ten, how weird are you? Oh, uh, oh, um, pretty weird, but not in a weird way. <laughs> I, I, I've been, you know, I've, I've uh, I always felt like an outsider and, and not fitting in. But I guess a lot of people do that, and and uh, I've not been the one who's trying to get everyone's attention by coloring my hair green or anything i uh, i i'm more weird like the shy guy you know uh sitting in the corner and you know watching and not talking and then everyone thinks who's that creepy guy why is he he judging me (laughs) yeah 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 meanwhile you're just Uh, sitting there trying to think about you know like you know what can i say what can i do or can i disappear (laughs) Right. How or, can I disappear? Or something completely unrelated, like, you know, like some paradox in a movie or something like that, right? Like, that doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that. Yeah. For sure. It's all about the wallflowers, man. Like, you know, you, you, yeah. you observe everything, you know? Some, somebody's going to pay yeah, attention yeah. while the, the yeah, loud mouth idiots like me say things, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But how about you then? Uh, how do you feel? Are you a weird guy or are you a? Oh yeah, I'm I'm pretty fucking weird. But like I'm I'm like like the opposite kind of weird. I'm like the the guy who like will just say what is on his mind and gives zero fucks. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's like, great. That you know that's. <laughs> Well, I wish I was, you know. <laughs> I, I, I wish, wish I could shut up sometimes. I put my foot in my mouth yeah. so much. Like, I, I wish that I could, like, sit there and watch and think about what I say before I say it. I can't do it. I try. I can't do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gets my, me in trouble. My wife is a good talker as well. You know, <laughs> I, and after she can be, why did I say that? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it, and, and, you know, and I've been, I feel the opposite. Why didn't I say that? <laughs> why right. was I just... The grass is always greener on the other side, man. Like you always wish you had the skills that you don't, but everybody needs yeah, the skills yeah. that they have to, I don't know. We're all different. Right. Or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, what, what have you been listening to that's uh, been inspirational to you? Oh, like my early years, it was pretty much, uh, indie rock, uh, pop rock, you know, rock like, um, uh, it, it was a guy. It was a band. It was a British band who moved from Britain to San Diego, I guess. Uh, who was uh, what was their name? Phono, Phono, um, and uh, you know I listen to their records a lot. And it's like you know melodic rock. It's it's not it's not metal or, or anything, but it's uh, heavy pop or or. Or something like that. Right. So I've been I've been into I I was kind of raised by that music, but then later on I actually started to like pop. Uh, I like uh, you know I like almost every genre. I think it, there's something good in every genre, and there's something bad in every genre. <laughs> so yeah. so it's like. Uh, I don't. I think a good song is a good th- song, and if I get the emotions uh, out of it, then then I think it's uh, it's a good thing, uh, even if it's a con- country song or if it's a bluesy rock uh, thing or or whatever. But you know, I'm all my sweet spots are always like uh, when I hear a guitar riff like uh, Black Keys or. Or something like that. That makes me always happy. Yeah, for sure. Swing. So, uh, you know, if it, have you heard the new Black Pistol Fire album? No, no. I'm going to send you a link to that when when we're done here. That's. I think you're going to yeah, enjoy the shit out of that. I'd love to. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 I it's funny cause I, I agree. Like there's something good in every genre. Like when I was like 12 years old, like I never thought I would have like, enjoyed hip hop. Right. Like it was never something I yeah. thought I would appreciate appreciated. I, I only yeah. listened back then. I only listened to punk rock and ska punk and that was it. Everything else was yeah, yeah. sellouts. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and, and nowadays, you, you know, I love Kanye West and, and for, to me it was, you know, st- just rubbish you know if if when i was young i thought that you know you have to play an instrument to be uh, for it to be music or something uh, another beat chopped up beat I, I didn't think that was cool uh, but nowadays you know that could be so creative and cool so so yeah. i try to be open-minded for everything right it's it's important. That's that's like a lesson you learn as you grow up. Or some people don't learn that lesson. That's when things get fucked up. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
So uh, yeah, what's been? But lately, I, or, or when it comes to you know, I've got uh, I've got some house guards or whatever you want to call them, and and you know, you two, it's my go to on on a sad day and i need to be shared up i put on an, an old youtube record and and i just feel good again <laughs> hey if, if that works for you that works for your band for bono's you know there's a reason he's the, they're the most popular band in the world or whatever like yeah you know so bono his voice you know it's uh, he touches something in my soul when he sings and that's pretty amazing and i i think edge is a really great guitarist as well i think it's crazy talented yeah i mean it's it's funny because like i i agree but at the same time i love making fun of edge because i don't know if you ever saw the documentary he did with uh jack white and uh what's his name uh uh, uh, yeah, I Jimmy know what you mean. Uh, Jimmy Page, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like at the end, like they're playing like the weight by the band and the edge can't quite keep up. And it's like, because he doesn't know the song that well. Right. So okay. Like it, he, I haven't seen it actually. Oh, so shit. I, yeah. Sure. So it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great, uh, it's a great documentary, but like they don't paint the edge in quite as good a light as they paint uh, Jack White and Jimmy Page because he's so reliant on his pedals. It's, yeah, yeah, I think, but I think that's a cool thing because he plays with his pedals. You know, he he creates cool things with his pedals. Exactly. Not necessarily how he plays the guitar; it's how the pedals res, resound. Uh, right, he he plays his. And he, I think, yeah, you're 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 absolutely right. He plays his pedal board like an instrument, almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but 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 if you take Jack White, I mean, he's just a phenomenal guitarist who can play on anything. I've, I've seen him; he he was like building his uh, guitar like with one string and played, and it sounded amazing. Yeah, that's so I, I, that's the scene from the beginning of that documentary. Is uh, okay. It's, it's I, maybe it's from the trailer or something. Yeah, I, I think that's how it starts out. Exactly. It's like yeah, he just he takes a he takes a couple nails, a piece of string, and like a like a hand wound pickup, right? And he just yeah. nails it all together, plugs it into an amp, and just starts playing it with a slide. And it's like, who says you need to buy a guitar? <laughs> right? Like, yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. It's not and amazing, amazing. <laughs> So, uh, what has your, been your biggest failure as a musician, and what did you learn from it? Oh, biggest failures! You know, I, I, I've done gigs where I got uh, so nervous that I, you know, almost lost my word, uh, my voice. You know, that I couldn't sing or couldn't, you know, the words stuck in my throat. And that's, you know, embarrassing and and uh, extremely hard. But I think I've overcome those issues and think it's uh, quite nice nowadays to actually think sing live in front of an audience uh, but i guess i also prepare better now nowadays being underprepared for me like the control issue i was talking about <laughs> in the beginning uh, it, it's like you know um, preparing and know what to do that makes me relaxed I guess, on stage. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I guess, you know, like if if you ever if you ever did lose lose your you know, lose your words again like that, you could always play it off like you're being emotional. 
maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, right. I guess I would try that. <laughs> I, 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 I can I can see the crowd getting into that. You know, like if you're like you're just like so into it that you lose your words. Like instead of being so nervous, you're just so like, lost in it. In, right? I'm so into. Yeah, I'm so into. <laughs> just just yeah. just play it that way. You're golden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wish I was a better guitarist because then I could play something and put it, you know, make make it a better instrument apart. But but uh, when I'm surrounded by good good musicians, then of, often you know, they save you and makes makes cover up when you fail. So right. that's, that's what that's I love thing. about playing with backing tracks is that they never they never fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you a one-man band, or do, are you more in, in Golden Plates? Yeah, no, it's, it's just me in Golden Plates. Uh, I mean, like, it's a virtual band, right? Kind of like the Gorillas. It's just Damon Albarn, but really it's like the four imaginary characters of the Gorillas, right? It's kind of, yeah, the, same, yeah. It's, it's kind of the same concept, except none of the characters oh, cool. have names except for me. The rest of the characters are just the bass player, the guitarist, the keyboardist, oh, okay, okay. right? Okay. Like they're just, you know, but they're all, I, I play them all on, you know, videos and stuff like that. But like eventually I will have to, you know, find some session musicians or something to fill in those roles on stage. But for now it's just backing tracks and, you know, yeah, pretty lights. You've been, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, in studio and, and when you, during those uh, lockdowns and, and, you know, that's, that's a good thing, but but live it's something special when you have uh, other musicians on the stage. You know, it's a a magical moment that can't be captured by a machine. I think. No, it is. Uh, it it makes me miss. Like I haven't been in a band with other musicians in probably close to ten years. Um, yeah. But that that last band I was in was absolutely fucking phenomenally talented. Like I was, I was the bass player in that band. And I was by far the least talented one. Uh, <laughs> so, but it was, you know, it was great because they kept on pushing me to get better and better and better. So in the two years I was in that band, you know, like I started out as like a decent bass player, and by the time I got done, I was, I felt like I was really fucking good at my instrument just because these guys had pushed me and pushed me and pushed me to get better, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. I was uh, I was lucky enough to start out with uh, a much uh, older guys playing with me, and as a drummer, I was um, maybe I was like fourteen, and they were in their twenties or something, uh, and I could get a get in and play with them, and, and you learned so much about everything because they are so they feel so uh, secure and you know so then you can play much secure and and grow in the music so uh, that's that's a really great thing to play with greater musicians than yourself oh absolutely no you're you're spot on with that because like yeah it's it's I mean, it didn't help that, you know, the drummer was an asshole and the band broke up after you know, <laughs> one night he got really drunk and he like kicked my door down and accused me of trying to seduce his mother. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. He was like holding a okay. wrench and shit, like ready to beat my ass with it. Like it was crazy. My landlord came out with a shotgun. It was a whole ordeal. So, you know, there's, oh. yeah, there's, there's nice yeah. things about having band members, but also, you know, they're fucking crazy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, uh, those stories about crazy band members, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. So, uh, who are the three people who have been the most influential to you in your life, musicians or otherwise? 
Uh, maybe you know uh, W. Lind. That's not my real name. It's my. Uh, it's actually my grandmother's uh, birth name. Uh, she was called Vastelind, uh, and and uh, she was uh, always around when I was a kid. My parents as well, but but she was. Uh, she was uh, something special, and and I think that has made me who I am, pretty much. Uh, uh, so she's definitely uh, top three. Uh, then maybe I think, as a musician, uh, I think Bono has teached me a lot. <laughs> Though I have never met him, um, you know the way he he uh, communicates. I know a lot of people hate hate him and and you know can't stand him, but I think he's. Uh, I think that's a good sign because then you stand for something. You know, yeah. you can't please everyone, and and that's. Uh, uh, that's a sign that you actually say something that matters. Uh, you got people against you and with you. Yeah, no, that's that's true. And I think he's got a lot more people with him than against him. I'm I'm kind of you know like I, I've always yeah. been impressed by you too. Like you know, I was pissed off when they put their album on everyone's phones. It was the only time I ever yeah, had yeah. an iPhone. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess you know the hybris. Do you call it hybris? Hybris, no? yeah. Hybris, yeah. I guess it can struck everyone, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh -huh. No, no. I, I think uh, they've not done everything right, but but I think they they've done a lot of the things right in their career, and, and obviously they're the biggest band, touring band in the world. I guess. Yeah. So, um, so he's he's on the list as well. The third one, maybe it's one of my teachers, maybe my drum teacher, my first drum teacher. Uh, he was uh, like an idol to me, and and uh, he was very kind and encouraging. And later on, when I started singing instead of playing the drums. Uh, I recorded my first demos uh, with him, and and he he was a cool guy in, in the beginning of my career. Uh, so I guess he's been pretty uh, influential on my journey. Actually, yeah, my parents as well. You know. Who it's not that normal that you let your kid play the drums in in his room uh, whenever he wants, except it's not in the middle of the night, of course. Well, yeah. But you know, they they never complained on me playing the drums, and and that's you know pretty amazing. Uh, actually, we lived in a house, you know, so my my wall was uh, next to the to the neighbor so it was was like wall to wall uh -huh. so and, and the neighbors never complained uh, either so it was like you know a, a real blessing to to be able to play uh, as loud as i wanted 
Oh yeah. man, that's that's when amazing. I, yeah, growing up playing yeah. playing bass as a kid, I always had to play through headphones, right? But that's the nice thing about you know playing electric yeah. instruments is that you can play through headphones. But uh, yeah, yeah, I was always a. Uh, you know, anytime I went to play, you know, if, if I was playing with a drummer, right, like we always got in trouble, like after, like half hour in, like, you know, the cops would come like you're being too loud, like three yeah. in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a natural thing with drums. They sound, but uh, a lot, a lot, but, uh, you know, they, they're lovely. You people don't understand Exactly. <laughs> no, but that it's it's so necessary, right? And now they have these cool yeah. like I, I wish like I probably would have picked up drums if I when I was a kid like if I if they had this or like any time they've got these cool like low noise cymbals and low noise mesh drum yeah, heads yeah. and stuff. It's like so yeah. you don't bug your neighbors. That's the you know like I've 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 played I've played those with like my buddy like at you know like three in the morning in an apartment building and like nobody complained like. Was, oh, that's cool. That's cool. I, I haven't tried uh, those uh, low noise cymbals. Uh, maybe I should. Um, but that w- that's super cool. Yeah, that's it's just great. they're just like a bunch of holes drilled in them, right? So they, they, yeah, yeah. They, they don't, you know, resonate as much. I guess I don't. I don't. I don't understand drums. Drums that well. I'm not a, it's the only instrument I don't play. <laughs> so okay, okay. Do you program drums on yeah. your recordings? Do you have a drummer coming in? No, yeah, you no, program. I, I program. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 you know it's not not as cool, but you know I have fun with it. Like it's it's. <laughs> I have no problem with program drums. I I think that's. Uh, I had when I was younger, but I don't have. I program drums all the time. Yeah, uh, it's. I, I, it's sometimes I play the drums, but that's more rare than than uh, than uh, than programming. Right, because it's hard to record drums. Like it's it's really difficult. Yeah. Uh, you you need a perfect room and everything, and it's exactly. Uh, yeah, it's much harder. Like you don't need a perfect room for vocals, you just need a decent dynamic mic. But for drums, yeah, you need a perfect yeah. room. Um, yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 funny because uh, like as as a as a teenager, right, I had like one of those bumper stickers on my guitar, right, that said "Drum machines have no soul," right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here, I, here I am. <laughs> uh, drum machines are actually not that bad. I, I think no, it was the no. the kills that inspired me on that one, though, that changed my mind about that. Like when I saw the kills yeah. live for the first time, they played, you know, just two guitarists, two vocalists, and a drum machine. Like that, it was just yeah. such an amazing show. Like I'm like, okay, I'm I'm down with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it's happened a lot, also. You know, uh, the uh, so, uh, drum machines today. Uh, that sounds like real drums. Uh, they sound like drums, but you know, 15, 20 years ago, it didn't sound like real drums in in the same way. No, it, was, it was much more stiff and, and yeah, yeah. This is very true. Um, although you know, like some some of the electronic drums, like in the eighties, all you know, like the you heard on like yeah. you know, like New Order kind of stuff, like sounded pretty cool sometimes. Uh, yeah, well, like in, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drum machines sounding like drum machines uh, is really cool, and I think that's you know been going on for ages. But I, I for myself, didn't understand that kind of music when I was uh, no. because I was raised raised into playing. You know, was, that was the yeah. It was not that was music. It was just not fast enough for me. It was it needed to be way yeah. faster. <laughs> Um, so where's the, where's the, uh, where can our listeners find you online? Like where's your online hub? 
uh, I've got this uh, website, uh, wlin.com, uh, but I mostly on Instagram, I would say. And if they want to listen to my music, it's like on every uh, on every platform: Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, uh, whatever, whatever they use. Uh, so, I, I guess uh, uh, I guess it's uh, Instagram that's the most up to date place. Because my website is almost like, you know, hi, this is me. Go check out my links. Right. Uh, not much more than that at the moment. At the moment, yeah. It's a wor- it's, it's under construction. Uh, well, we'll, we'll drop yeah. those links in the description. But right now I'm going to go ahead and uh, play. Uh, you've got this new cover you just did of Kids by uh, Kids by MGMT. It's one of my favorite yeah. songs. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and play that real quick, if you don't mind. And then we'll be right back. Yeah, sure. All right, here we go. Please, yeah. You were a child crawling on your knees toward it, making mama so proud, but your voice is too loud. Watch you laughing You pick the insects off the plants No time to think of consequences
phenomenal fucking version of that song, man. Like I absolutely love the production and the and the pianos and like you, you really fucking outdid oh, like you. it's 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 great. It's it's uh and uh yeah, so tell us a little bit about the production of uh, of that and like how, how you you know how what made you decide to cover that song, how you produced it, all that fun stuff. Oh, uh, you know, I actually it was my friend suggesting that song. You know, I love that song. I always loved it. I never reflected on the lyrics or anything. Uh, just, you know, it's one of those songs you can sing along to without knowing the words almost. You know, you, you, <laughs> yeah. just, you, you just sing it. Uh, so I was, uh, I was asking him if he had any suggestions of songs I could cover. And he said, you know, do kids. And he said a bunch of others as well. But I did kids. And I think uh, when I just started playing it on piano and, and singing it, I felt like, oh, this is kind of, it could be cool to do it like this more chill uh, and and uh, acoustic vibe. And, and um, the lyrics uh, dawned upon me as more, you know, quite serious you know it's like what do we what do we leave for our kids uh, we can only take what we need we can't take we can't live in luxury as we might have done in this world parts of this world uh, so i think it's a quite important song and that's felt like okay i've got to do this justice uh, this theme also so so I tried to do it a bit more serious, not this playful uh, as I love with the original. But it, also when you cover a song, I think it's fun to, you know, go the opposite way. If it's a, if it's a, a poppy dance floor kind of tune, then it's nice to uh, slow it down and, and uh, make it chill. Uh, and if it's, a, you know, uh, slow song, maybe it's doing well by doing, give it a four on the floor kick, you know, and, and make it bounce a bit. So, so, um, I think that was my thought and, and that was, you know, I tried to keep it simple, uh, because that's all I can when it comes to music. <laughs> I'm not that. You know, I'm not a jazz musician, even if I wish I was. Uh, so keep it simple, keep it quite raw, and and make it uh, emotional in in a way. Uh, so yeah, and that's that's a talent in itself. Like sometimes, like stripping a song down and making it have the same impact. It's a, that's, yeah. that can be more difficult than trying to make a song more technically produced and more, you know. Uh, interesting is the wrong word, but like, you know, bigger. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, I especially love what you did with the, uh, the guitar, just like this simple fucking crunchy, like, uh, yeah. that, 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 that when that comes in, it's like, uh, yeah. I love oh, it. thank you. I love those <laughs> guitars. I'm pretty, I'm pretty pleased with them. <laughs> those my, you know, I, I, I always love when I hear them when they come in it's like oh yeah I can play guitar <laughs> I think I think it's, uh, no I'm, I'm, I'm um, yeah I love them as well if you can do if you are allowed to do that I don't know I'm you're, sure. you're allowed to do yeah I, that, why not sure I, I love guitars that's that's a, that's a simple yeah 
Fuck it. Um, (laughs) So what's your favorite curse word? You're my first guest, I think, on the show from Sweden, too. So I'm very interested to, to know, like... Oh, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm raised uh, in the church as a Christian. So no, as a child, I didn't curse, and I wouldn't say I curse uh, nowadays either. But you know, I use maybe words like shit or, or uh, for, to me to say fuck is more like a fun thing than it's you know serious. <laughs> uh, I think that's uh, it. Sounds fun and it's a bit. Silly as well, you know, to say uh, when I listen to a lot of music these days and, and they say fuck in every sentence and it's like, you know, it's more like a comic thing and then, then it's, uh, I can, I can take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but so I would say I don't have a lot of curse words in my arsenal, but uh, shit, I guess is the most common for me. There's there's like there's no like Swedish curse words that are like. No, I guess uh, in Sweden a lot of people used to say the word "damn" fast in Sweden, uh, Swedish. So uh, "fan" uh, is is in Sweden, uh, but. I guess uh, it's more and more, you know, in Sweden, they, we use, uh, we watch American movies all the time. So it's <laughs> more and more uh, American curse words as well. That's crazy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, see, you learn something new every day, right? Like that's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, Sweden is very uh, influenced by America. You know, it's. Uh, I was just thinking that Sweden's too cool to have their too cool to have curse words. Like that's 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 what I got from that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I think uh, there's a lot of them here as well. Um, Even more, I think. Actually, you know, it's. <laughs> I think it's, it's English. You have a few, but in Sweden, you can. There's so many curse words. But maybe it's. I don't know everyone in English, of course. That makes sense. Um, so what's your favorite piece of gear? My computer. <laughs> ah, yes. I'm absolutely depending on my computer. You know, actually, uh, my last computer kind of broke. It didn't start it. I and I got panic. Uh, you know, I, I didn't know what to do because I've got everything. Everything. It's my main instrument these days. You know, I I I uh, I start my songs on the computer often and I end them on the computer and, you know, uh, no, I, I'm so, I'm so stuck with, with this, uh, piece of, uh, equipment that I'm, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do if I didn't have a computer. Yeah. So, so branching off from that, then, what's your favorite piece of software that you use? Um, I'm in Logic right now. I switched for a time uh, to Ableton, Ableton Live. I think that's great, but there's a few things that's really not great with, with Ableton, and and that's why I switched back to logic because I think logic is more flexible in, in the long term. You can do 
do a bit more. It's easier to mix a song and, and stuff like that. I think for my for my workflow. So so Logic is definitely definitely one of them. Then I love the Sound Toys plugins. Uh, uh, I love uh, my little Akai keyboard, like twenty five keys. Uh, I can have it in my bag, and you know I've got my studio with me yep. uh, wherever I go. That's so amazing. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Uh, it's it's so funny because I'm so the opposite. Like I'm 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 Ableton all the way, right? Like I also lo- okay. I love sound toys. But it's it's, yeah. it's so funny. Like I can't do I can't do Mac to begin with. Like I don't understand like the one button and like the Apple key. Like it doesn't make sense to me. I'm a PC guy, so <laughs> t- to begin with, logic is out of the, out of the question for me. But like I I can't find software that's be- like I've tried a lot of different software, and Ableton for me is just the best hands down. So it's just it's just so funny. Like that there's differences in opinion and techniques and styles makes you know like <laughs> makes that all yeah, go around. You know when I. Yeah, I, I see. And when I started out, you know, I was like, I was a PC guy. Uh, for me, it was Apple, like for, I don't know, idiots or something. And then then I attended this uh, songwriting academy. Uh, and and uh, it was only Macs and Logic, maybe Pro Tools on some of the computers. Uh, so I had to learn uh, Logic. And, and uh, since then, I'm stuck, you know, it's it's hard to to change when you're you're uh, indoctrinated what is it called indoctrinated yeah indoctrinated yep you got it yeah uh like you know this is how you do it and then it's hard to change but so for me when i discovered ableton uh, again it was my friend uh, the one uh, who suggested kids um who said you got to try this it's so much uh, easier to do those things like warp audio and everything and i thought it was super cool and i uh, to have all the samples easy you know you could you could find everything super uh, super easy uh, but then it comes you know to finishing a production i think that's you know uh, i think to me those small small um, faders uh, are ridiculous in the <laughs> In the sense of mixing, I, I can I can hardly find them with my mouse. Uh, so then, um, Logic seems much more. Uh, that 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 makes sense. It, it makes sense to me. Yeah, no, I get that. But I get the fader thing because yeah, you're right. The faders are ridiculously small in Ableton. That's that's for <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> but I, I think that's a good thing. I, I think if I wasn't from the school of you know Logic and it should look like an old mixer and everything, uh, then I I think that Ableton would definitely be my go-to because everything else is is super smart in Ableton. It's really really great. That, and what I've wound up doing to solve that problem of the faders is I actually use this. Pro, it's called Isotope uh, Virtual Mixer. Um, okay, cool. And so I haven't tried that one. I, you, it's a plugin that you put in your master bus, right? And then it, you, you put on all these little plugins on each of your tracks. And what it does okay. is instead of like faders, it actually controls the levels and the panning with like a, a on like an X Y axis. So if you want something to be further like lower and further to the left you know you can drag that instrument 
towards so you can kind of visualize your whole mix which i think is oh, okay cool. oh, that's super cool yeah <laughs> um i haven't tried i love isotope uh, i use uh, their plugins a lot yeah they're they're, so, they're phenomenal okay. so when i when i've discovered that one it was like oh this is incredible um but for me it's it's funny because i had a kind of a similar yet opposite scenario because when i was in school for music and like this is you know back in the day it was a tuesday um it was uh, a <laughs> <laughs> we were we learned on uh we mostly learned on old korg workstations right like we didn't even like use computers it was like old workstations with you know like you know memory cards and you can record phrases. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. yeah. but i did have one class where we did use logic right and uh at the same time, I was at home and I was working with uh, Cakewalk Sonar, which isn't doesn't yeah, even yeah. exist anymore. Now it's just Cakewalk, I think, and it's free. It's like it's one of the best free DAW you can get if you're trying to make music and you don't yeah. want to spend money. Like it's it's yeah. a pretty pretty good option. Um, yeah. But anyway, so I was learning on that on my PC at home and trying to learn Logic at school on the on the and uh, in, in class, and it was just so much easier for me to do stuff my way at home but you know that's that, that's just me i'm very uh very hard-headed <laughs> no no i think it's you know just a matter of because me i i didn't have an any uh, alternative to logic it was like this way or no way uh, so so i had to learn logic and 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 then it's you know i'm st- stuck <laughs> Hell yeah. And Apple is uh, the problem with Apple. I love Apple and I hate Apple, but, but you know, they, you have to buy their computers. You have to, you know, so I'm so deep down in this shitty Apple hole. Um, but, but I, I quite enjoy it as well. So yeah, they yeah. do, they do good things and yeah. Exactly. Look, I, okay. I have problems because PCs are so varied, right? There's so many different configurations yeah. that you have to like really struggle to work hard to make things play nice together. That's that's the skill yeah. that I've developed over the years. And so like anytime I try to do something new, it's like hours of troubleshooting trying to figure out how to get this new interface to work right with the right drivers yeah. and shit. So yeah, it makes sense. Like there's there's pluses and minuses, but you know, like I can build a top of the line PC uh, that outperforms a Mac for you know third of the price too. So yeah, like it's it's that's there's, crazy. <laughs> like it's it's there's there's so many pluses and minuses to both. Like it's just at the end of the day, it's all it's all it's all our dumb opinions and what works best for us, right? <laughs> yeah, but I, 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 I totally agree. Uh, you know the economics. Uh, to buy a, a Mac is crazy, you know. It's stupidity. Uh, <laughs> but 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 to me, you know, I like to plug in a, a, a something and it works. And Apple actually do that. Yeah, PCs, no, you're, you're right. Uh, you, as you say, when I, when my father still got a PC, and when he asked me, you know, like anything, and it's like, oh, whoa, where do I find those? the printer doesn't it find the printer itself you have to install something or yeah. it's like if a, hours, to me it's hours of forum research is what that comes to yeah yeah, to. yeah i guess <laughs> so uh but, different direction you finally made it you're going on tour you're opening for you two you're on the private jet right oh right exactly yeah. you've got all your records with you for some reason and the plane's going down 
and you've got to, you know, you've got just enough time to grab your three three records that you've got to listen to on the island that you're going to live on for the next uh, <laughs> for the next however many years till they find you. Uh, what three records are you grabbing? Oh, that's so hard, but I definitely go with uh, uh, Bon Iver's Bon Iver, I think, Good the call. second Bon Iver album. That's, that was a total eye-opener for me. Uh, and I think I'd go with... Uh, It must be a Jutor record, but it's hard to choose. Maybe, maybe the Yosha Tree, or uh, or Ashton Baby, or uh, or that you can't leave behind. That's a really tricky one. I think I would go with uh, Yosha Tree because. Where the streets have a name is the absolutely perfect song live, at least. Yeah, no. That's... So those three. You okay. uh, two? No, no. no you that only was did two. two. Yeah. Ah, I won't pick two. Okay, what more? Uh, Trying to get get out of that picking that way too hard to pick third third one. <laughs> it's, to me, it's like you know, can I pick a child here? <laughs> Which child do I bring to this island? Which right? do I leave in the plane? <laughs> uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's hard, but maybe 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 I love uh, I love so much um, a female voice. I think I would love to hear. Um, oh. Maybe, maybe. Oh no, I I, I think uh, Black Keys. Uh, they're um, oh, what's that album called? With a car in on El Camino. Front. Yeah, El Camino. Yeah, yep. that's so good. That is that is that is a great album. That's true. I- yeah, and that's crazy good. You know, every song on it is like perfect, and yeah. Oh, it, it, you're 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 spot on. Um, yeah, those are three good choices. I, I I wouldn't be bored with those three albums on a desert. I mean, nope. you know, nope. I, I would, but not. You know, if I, I could be more <laughs> yeah. bored, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. So, uh, when yeah. you're writing music, what do you typically like to write about lyrically? Oh, uh, you know, I try to write about. I've been going through, you know, like depressions and stuff like that, uh, quite dark episodes in my life. And I think I tend to write about hopeful things, you know, because I think a lot of my songs, I actually write songs that I would have listened to that, you know, when I'm down, I would love to hear those kind of songs. So uh, I think there tend to be hope that's my main you know main theme and then but then love of course but you know i'm i'm happily married and you know that's a problem <laughs> I, I i can't uh, i can't write about sad breakups because i <laughs> experienced experienced it 
It, it's mm-hmm. it's that's funny. I I love that you bring that up. Like, because one of my favorite songwriters, Andrew McMahon. I don't know if you know him, but like it, he was my favorite. Like growing up, because like all of his songs were about like breakups and heartbreak and stuff like that. And then he got married and had a kid, and like he was happy now, right? And so like he had to yeah. change his whole like band name and identity and branding, like you know, <laughs> just 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 because he was writing happy songs now. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like songs about how much yeah. he loves his daughter and stuff. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think I can. I, I write, uh, I tend to write about love and breakups as well, but, but not as much as many other artists, I guess. I just did this course with, do you know Ryan Tedde, the singer in One Republic? No, I'm not familiar. No, but he's he's written tons of hits, pop hits, you know, like for... For Taylor Swift, uh, Beyonce, uh, Leona Lewis, yeah, a, a lot of pop hits, you know, number ones and stuff. And and uh, it was a course uh, where, where you should write three three songs in a month, uh, and you see how he works, and then you know try to do something like like he. Uh, and then, you know, to just write a song uh, that quick as he does, you know, he does it in a couple of hours. Uh, for me, it's a very long period and lyrics is the hardest part every time. Uh, so then I, you know, had to just come up with some bullshit idea of, of uh, a guy who's in love with a girl uh, who's not in love with him anymore. And, and you know, and uh, so, so, yeah, I, I can write those stuff as well. I can imagine how it feels, <laughs> but I, but I, but I don't feel it. Um, but actually uh, one of the students gave me a comment, you know, like I feel with your brother. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like, <laughs> okay, I fooled him, uh, at least. So <laughs> I, mean, I that's, think that's, that's, that's a tenet of a great writer, right? Songwriter, book writer, whatever you're writing. Like if you can properly display emotions that aren't your own in your writing, that's, 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 a, that's a skill that's absolutely valuable. Cause you know, you're the yin to my yang, man. Like I, I'm the opposite. Like everything I write is like dark and brooding and angry. You know, like that's that's that's. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I have I have enough of it uh, in my own life, you know. So I try to write uh, what I don't have, uh, you know. I, that's why hope and light is a it's a good theme. I think it's beautiful. It's it's it's, it's a great theme. I've just never been good at writing, and maybe maybe I should give it a try. <laughs> yeah. Right. And maybe I should just do some more angst, uh, you know, shout yeah, just a, a to expand more. your, just to expand your palette. Right. Just to, just yeah, to, yeah, to <laughs> I love it. Um, so, uh, what's, what's, it's time for hot takes. Uh, what's, what's your unpopular opinion that you know is true that everyone else doesn't think is true. Oh, uh, Something I know is true, but everyone else thinks it's not true. Uh, I think uh, I think that um, maybe I think you know I tend to I tend to. This is not a way to brag or say that I'm a good person or something, but I tend to think that everyone 
has some good sides. Uh, and actually, even Donald Trump, I think, has some good sides, even if uh, from our pers- perspective in Sweden, he's a total maniac, uh, <laughs> crazy as, I don't know. Uh, but I think he has had some nice days in his life where, where he actually not been an asshole. Uh, so maybe that's... That's that's okay. I can I can I can <laughs> sure I guess there there's been like one time when like Donald Trump did something selfless. Maybe I you, sure maybe maybe I think that. <laughs> maybe. maybe as I a mean, kid I guess as a kid right the, the the time he was in Home Alone and he pointed the kid in the right direction. Yeah, right? I, I mean that was pretty nice doing that to helping Kevin. You know that's yeah. I think that shows his good sides. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, good and evil is a spectrum, I guess. So that makes sense. Like, everyone falls some because you could take the opposite of too. Like, even Gandhi was like pretty shitty to his wife. Like, you know, like it's look at that both ways. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a, I I don't believe in you know uh, I don't believe that uh, that any human is you know, don't have any flaws or, or uh, something like that. Uh, you know, Man- Mandela ha- was was uh, a huge person, but he did many things wrong and, and his family life was shit, you know. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's kind of his fault, uh, at least par- partly. And, and, you know, so I guess... It's definitely a spectrum. Nobody's both uh, is only evil and or only good. You know, everyone's everyone's somewhere in the middle, and some people lean one way more than some people lean the other way more. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes it's about like you know, it's like you know, you you're you're pretty shitty person your whole life, but you do like one good thing that like saves millions of lives, right? Like, what you you know, where do you stay? Like, it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. All right, <laughs> I, I, I that is because that is an un, unpopular opinion. So, so many people are so dualistic. So many people you think you're good or bad, right? They, there's no they they can't see the nuance. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be a. Hot I think day. that's a problem over over time that everyone's you know you have to be pick a side. Uh, to you know, if if you are with us, then you must hate the other ones, and you know, and I, I don't think. Nothing is black and white. Everything's, you know, kind of gray. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, 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 you're absolutely right. That's, it's everything is gray. <laughs> like there's nothing. <laughs> yeah. All right. I can get behind yeah. that. So yeah. what would you say a common misconception is like when you tell people that you're a musician, what do you think that they think about you? That's just not right. Um, when you know uh, when they ask, oh, do you play everything by yourself on the record? Uh, and I say, yeah, I do. Uh, then I think they believe that I haven't edited uh, anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I played that well, but I have uh, been there and polished a lot um, to make it sound good or okay. Fix it, uh, post. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you know, I, 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 I'm pretty, you know, 
humble or shy doing saying telling people what I can do or anything but when they ask and I say yeah I can play a little piano a little bass a little guitar and little drums and you know uh, I suck enough um, and and but then people are like oh you can play everything and I well I can't I can play a little of everything but but mm, you know most of it is total shit when I play. So yeah, like I can play a little violin, but it it's not great. Like, but <laughs> it doesn't need to be to fit. It just needs to fill a sound sometimes, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So definitely, you you can you know maybe you just need to record one tone, and that's the thing, you know. And, and of course, I can pick up a violin or a trumpet and and make that sound, but then. To play it live, that's a totally different story. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're not you're not Miles Davis at the end of the day. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, yeah. Practice, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So what's the best show you've ever played? Ooh, that I ever played. I did I did a show. I think it's about oh. It's so sad. I haven't played in such a long time now. Uh, Nobody has. Yeah, but it hurts my heart to think about. Um, I think it was. Uh, I think it was on a club. No, actually, the best shows I did was in my youth. I think I had this band. We were actually touring uh, quite a lot in Sweden. We we had uh, uh, we had some uh, not commercial success, but you know we we could play outside our own city, and that was cool. We could play in the south of Sweden and in the north. Uh, and, uh, it was like, um, yeah, the kids, uh, in the audience didn't, uh, they haven't, hadn't heard us before, but it was like, they were crazy from the start and it was super cool. You felt like a rock star all time. Uh, so I guess maybe that's one of my success, uh, success uh, gigs yeah i've, I've always yeah. been super interested in like the music scenes because some of my favorite bands are from sweden and they sing in english yeah. like it's 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 a, it's a thing yeah. so like yeah like a millen colin refused uh yeah international yeah. conspiracy this time where i live yeah cool yeah, so like it's 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 just a, it's so it's so interesting to me that so many great English singing bands come out of Sweden. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, I live in Umeå, and uh, Dennis Luxian, who who started Refused and uh, International Noise Conspiracy and the Invasion, and yeah, God knows how many bands he has started and There's played a lot. with. <laughs> yeah, the, he's he's like uh, the. The the rock and roll king in this town, <laughs> everybody <laughs> knows him. Um, yeah, but in this this uh, this little town up north in Sweden, you know, it's not even uh, Stockholm or the capital or, or something. Have brought so many cool acts into the world, uh, and that's so awesome. Um, 
I don't know if you've heard about uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Perishers? I don't think they play anymore. But uh, they were playing, uh, you know, like arenas in Canada uh, years ago. Maybe it's 15, 20 years ago. But they're here yeah. from here. And uh, there's a guy who, who's named Thomas Hedlund. He's a drummer. He's played with the uh, French band Phoenix. Phoenix is my favorite, like one of my favorite bands. Yeah, absolutely. I love yeah. Them. Yeah. He, he's he's a friend of mine. He's uh, lives in this town, and he's you know plays. You you uh, he's a total maniac behind the drums. He's so cool. He's like a really world class drummer, and he plays like with uh, ten bands maybe. Uh, maybe you've heard of Cult of Luna or mm-hmm. or Deportes or yeah. Yep. He plays with. So many great bands. Uh, so that's just proof that it's hard to find a drummer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. But I think th- there's a lot of uh, good drummers in this town, actually. Uh, so I guess the other ones are unlucky that he's so great. So what is it about your town that makes it like that produces so many great musicians? Because it's it's. It's crazy to think about. Like I didn't, I didn't realize that I didn't make the. I thought all of Phoenix was uh, from uh, from France, but no, you're you're right. Now that I think, like I'm mean, obviously you're right. You, <laughs> I, th- I think he's like a touring musician. Uh, I don't, I don't think they have a drummer in the band. So he's like their, he's their drummer, but he's like not officially in band photos or anything. Uh, so so but he's uh, I don't know what it is I I'm not raised in this town I moved here 20 years ago or something ah. like that so uh, I wasn't a child in this town but I think it's has been a great scene you know a lot of people have you you, you need to have uh, places to play to gig and there's been you know cafes and clubs and stuff for for people to to gig at and and I think that's the that's the only thing that matters and 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 also good a lot of rehearsal spaces you know that people can have their own places to to play and maybe they share with one or two other bands and and you know I think that's where the magic comes from that makes sense. Yeah. San Diego is not known for having a lot of rehearsal spaces, but there are a lot of great places to, there are a lot of great venues to play. So, uh, are you from San Diego? Yeah. Or? I mean, I just moved here a couple of years ago, so I don't, I don't know that I'm okay. from here, but, uh, I'm from oh, okay. everywhere. <laughs> Sorry. What did you say? I'm from, from a lot of places. I, I've lived in a lot of cities. Oh, okay. A lot of places. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, I don't know that I can, like, I grew up in LA, but I hate LA. Kind of like David Bowie, just it's an awful place. And I never want to go back there if I don't have to. Uh, but, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I wish I, somebody could go to LA, but, yeah, but maybe that's just me. Cause it's I, a really I cool place to visit. It's a really shitty place to live. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> two different things <laughs> San Diego seems uh, San Diego seems uh, like a lovely place as well oh yeah it's, I like it's, it's a rock band from San Diego uh, Switchfoot have you heard yeah. of them 
Yeah, I've heard. I've heard everyone's heard of Switch, but I, I, I feel like they they were huge for a while. Uh, yeah, I think they're doing some sort of charity show at like like some like sort of weird socially distant something for our local radio station next week or something like that. I, I, okay, cool. Yeah, so I don't know, uh, but yeah, that's a thing. Um, yeah, though there's some great acts from San Diego for sure. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a cool spot for music. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Like it's 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 pretty neat. Um, but it's not like Seattle in the '90s. No, nothing. Or, nothing's like Seattle in the '90s. Come on, or uh, <laughs> right, or uh, fucking uh, what's that town that Oasis and Blur come from in in the UK? Fucking what is it, Manchester? No, uh, it. Oasis are from Manchester. Yeah, yeah, it is Manchester. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like Manchester in the nineties too. Like there's, there's so many fucking great fucking, uh, you know, yeah. towns, but yeah. I yeah. think, I think uh, like, uh, growing up, uh, growing up in Manchester, I think boredom is one of the main reasons why a lot of good music comes. <laughs> I yeah, but I, right. I've actually only been on the airport in Manchester, but you know what people say about Manchester is like, you know, it's not a funny place. It's, you know, industries and, and rain. Um, Which sounds like Seattle, <laughs> actually. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah. <laughs> or Chicago, the rap for the rap scene or something. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, if you if you could step into my shoes, what question would you ask yourself that I didn't ask you? Oh, um, I don't know. I think, uh, you know... Uh, I'm pretty nervous talking English, so it, it your, your English is phenomenal. So you're you're good. Oh, thank you. Well, <laughs> way better than my yeah. Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah. So maybe you know. I think it's always interesting to talk about uh, life and uh, deep shit but but uh, my english is sucks so uh, i feel like i can't it's hard to talk about those more uh, deepish uh, things because i don't i don't have the words for them so maybe if i were you you should ask me something more simple like um, what's your next release or yeah let's hear about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my next release. Funny you ask, because I actually finished mixing it today. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I will release a new cover uh, at the end of the month. End of the month. Uh, and I think it's, uh, yeah, I can tell it's uh, Hold Back the River by James Bay. So this time it's more like a... Uh, uh, I've gone more to the electro uh, okay. sound, so it's more. It's still guitars, some guitars and some pianos and stuff, but but it's more electronic drums and and uh, programming and stuff like that. Uh, and then I'm actually working on a new EP for a new my debut debut uh, EP as. W. Lind, uh, and in English. So I'm a bit nervous, but I think I will re- release the first song in March. March. Okay. Uh, so 
I think I think there's some good tunes coming up. Uh, well, I'm excited uh, to hear them. Yeah, I think there's a guitar part you will like in my in the first single from the EP. That's um, that's also uh, one of those you know. <laughs> I feel like oh, did I play that? Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I, I'm familiar with that feeling. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when can we expect that IP to come out? Uh, I think it will will uh, release like uh, three songs in a row, and then I I drop like two bonuses on the EP, uh, like five months months from now or something like that. So right. in in uh, June maybe. Sounds good. I'm, think, I'm I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, I think it will be good. I hope it will be good. All right, sounds good. Any last words for our audience? No, I'm just so so glad uh, that I could uh, join you in this chat and uh, this podcast. And uh, sorry for my for my uh, bad English. No, so don't, don't, you're, you're, you're like half of my guests are international and yours, yours is some of the better English as a second language that, that we've had. So like, I no, you're okay. good. Okay. You're, you're great. It's, it's been fun. I've, oh. I've absolutely, you've been a delight and, uh, yeah. Can't wait for that new EP. Let us know when it's out. And, uh, this has yes. been, I like your style. Thank you. Brother. Just to get